I'm Mike. And we're just these guys, you know. You know what? I never hit record on this. It's, it's zero. Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> you. <laughs> when do you want to re-record? <laughs> <laughs> man, that was good stuff. Why didn't you keep yours, man? <laughs> Why didn't I keep mine? Because you told me that hey, yours did not record. You told me. You were very yeah. clear. Oh, I was. I did not hit the record button. Hi, bro. <laughs> Big eyes. <laughs> Shock. I... Something good is going to come out of this. <laughs> we missed something yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning. I am Lance. And I am Mike. And we're just these guys, you know. Yeah. We're uh, doing a redo here. Rerun. We thought we had accidentally not recorded yesterday's session. <laughs> it turns out we did. <laughs> oh, yep. But what was, what was our response the moment we thought we had not recorded this session? What was the next thing? Well, what are we going to do? We just started laughing. Yeah. There's no frustration, no anger, yep. no shoulda, wouldas. <laughs> yeah. It was just, okay, we'll do it again. Yep. And and that's living the life of the fundamentals. Exactly. And speaking of fundamental fusion, which is today's chapter, mm -hmm. I have infused and fusioned your coffee today. Mm -hmm, man. Hold on. Hold on. Taking a sip. Mm. Mm. Taking mm. a face. If this isn't the best example of living life with what you want, just say what you want. And and that's, you know, for for six, seven years, yeah. I've been serving you a cup of coffee. <laughs> crap. I mean, no idea yeah. that you thought it was crap. Well, and it's I was raised that way. Well, the people who drink <laughs> coffee for coffee. Right. Always love my coffee. I have coffee aficionados who come in and say, you know, you always serve a great cup of coffee. Right. They do. Mm. But it's a coffee. <laughs> it's coffee. This, this is a milkshake. This, yeah. It's not coffee. I don't necessarily drink it for the caffeine. No, you drink it because it's... It's good. It's a sweet. Yeah, it, it, well, true. Yeah, it is It is a s sweet snack. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. First thing in the morning, it's breakfast. And so the, the moment... I figured out you were not liking the coffee I was serving, <laughs> yeah. and you told me what you did like. Yeah. I was then able to serve you mm -hmm. something you wanted. Yep. And all it took was for you to ask. ask. Yep. And and since that time, I've been experimenting on you with <laughs> <laughs> different <laughs> cappuccinos, frappuccinos. Yeah. Uh, different additives, cinnamon. Uh, coconut oil well it just keeps getting better well today it includes everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if there's actual coffee in there anymore probably not <laughs> cream and whipped cream and cinnamon and olive oil and well it has literally gone from me choking down <laughs> a cup of coffee and yeah i would leave most of the time i would mm -hmm. leave at least half a cup I just couldn't do it, but I, you know, kept straight face. No, and yesterday I, this, <laughs> I could not get a better cup of coffee at Dutch Bros or 
any of the good. I'm not necessarily a Starbucks guy, but this is a great cup of coffee. And all you had to do was ask. Yeah. All right. I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it out. What do you want? What do you want? Fundamentals all day long. <laughs> I, I scream it all day long. I've screamed it at you for eight years. Mm-hmm. Now you get it. Mm-hmm. What do you want? It's that simple. Light bulb. Yeah. And, and the fundamentals, um, they're they're fundamentals because they are the building blocks. This isn't the end. This is the beginning. Exactly. And I told somebody um, yesterday, there's this author who uh, writes some good articles and I read them all the time. And I, I told him that I, I tell people, if you can't get fundamental number one, I can't help you. Mm. Yeah. And fundamental number one is there are certain things in this world I have no power to control. Yeah. And if you don't understand that, uh, you know, don't come see me. And here's here's the thing that really does. Uh, it is continuing to grow in amazement for me. Let's put it that way. Last weekend, I had a great time. Don and I had a great time uh, with some good friends of ours at the lake. Sure. Uh, Fall River Lake. It was like a private lake. It's a really nice lake in in the Flint Hills. Mm -hmm. And we were basically the only people there. It was amazing. And the whole entire time, I Mm -hmm. was there. You were there. I was in the moment. And here's why. The reason that I was is because I wasn't thinking about tomorrow. I wasn't thinking about trying to control the future. Sure. And when you stop, being foolish and doing stuff like that. Right. You stop thinking about, you know, worrying about tomorrow and all this and that. You just quit thinking about it. And when you quit thinking about that, you can be here. Yes. And all we get, it seemed, it was a, it was essentially a 28 hour time frame that felt like three days. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was so, it was just a great weekend. And I was in the moment. I wasn't Living thinking in about yes. the present moment. <sighs> I can't one. control the past. I can't control the future. I can't control what others think, do, or feel. Yeah. I do control the present moment. Yep. What I am thinking, what I am doing, and what I am feeling. Yep. And and from there, once we we get that, once we accept it and begin to believe it, yeah. Then it makes sense to us to invest time and energy into changing the things we can change, mm-hmm. how we think and what we do. Yeah. And yep. if you want a grade A, 100% wonderful life, go gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> That's fusion right there. <laughs> That's one thing I can do. Yeah. I control what I think. I control what I do. Yep. You know, exercise, diet, nutrition, hormones. Yeah. Uh, what you put in, what you don't put in your body. That's one of the things I can do to change how I feel. But we've invested a lot of time and energy these past few weeks talking about changing how we think. Mm -hmm. And so fundamental number two was about should versus want, laws versus preferences, Yep, changing that perspective on matters, going back to Martha and Mary. Yep. Uh, the OG, um, original, here's, you know, very few things actually needed. Right. She's choosing what she thinks is better. Yep. And then 
we jumped to fundamental number three, which we really only scratched the surface on. And, sure. and uh, I, I want to apologize to anybody out there who's expecting a little more on that because fundamental number three, worry, what if, anxiety. And we talked about it in terms of the, the medical impact, which is huge. Oh, yeah. And just the discomfort of anxiety in and of itself, being anxious is very uncomfortable. But worry, fundamental number three, we read other people's minds, we, we jump to conclusions, we try to predict the future, and when we're doing that inside of a relationship, mm-hmm. then other words start to come into the fray. Words like suspicious, Oh, words yeah. like doubt, words like paranoia. Yep, it just grows. And, you know, everything's on a scale in, in psychology. And so, you know, there's depression, but depression is on a scale of, you know, dysphoria and dysthymia. So at a very low level, I can be sad, mm. but it's on the scale of depression. And as sadness rises, then we start looking at maybe somebody's feeling depressed which is a, you know, a more intensified feeling of sadness. And same thing with jumping to conclusions, reading people's minds, predicting the future. That is on the scale of paranoia. That whole reading people's minds stuff is something that I have just been, I have been an idiot for so long thinking that, I wouldn't call it a, that I was a mind reader, mm-hmm. but that's exactly what I was doing in my mind. I was having conversations with someone, essentially reading their mind, knowing how they were going to respond. This conversation, because I was speaking for them in my mind, mm-hmm. right? And the conversation there rarely ever goes well. It, as a matter of fact, I don't know that it, one of those conversations <laughs> has ever gone well. And then what actually happens is I never actually have the conversation because I already did. Yeah. And a conversation that could have gone completely different and so much better and quick, by the way. Yeah. I already had it in my mind, so I just I just avoided it. Yeah. Uh. Well, and and we do that. We somebody does something and within within less than a second, we have determined why they did it, what yeah. they were thinking, what their motives were, what they were hoping to accomplish, and how they're going to respond when I do what I do next. Yeah. It's just like boom. And then we either move into fight mode because with anxiety and worry, we got responses, fight Mm -hmm. or flight. So Mm -hmm. in the relationship, we're reading their mind, determining what they meant by what they said. We're determining where they will be in six months, what they're wanting. We we run through all of that so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then we react to what we're thinking, Yeah, what we're fantasizing about. Mm-hmm. what we're imagining we react to our imagination at them mm-hmm. in a fight or flight mode and too many times in relationships i see people who attribute a negative motive to the other person and then they attack them after making this negative attribution wow yeah i, totally I roll home late and i'm making stuff up here but as an example i roll home late open the door my wife is predetermined why I'm walking in the door late you know you've been doing this you've been doing that and she attacks me for what she's imagined 
I've been doing. Now, mm -hmm. Tish never does that, but sure. that's an example rather than trying to draw other people into this equation. And yep. Or you go, you come walking in late, you've predetermined that she's going to be upset right. about it. And so you are walking in on the defensive when she's perfectly fine. She's busy anyway. Right. She hasn't even noticed. No. <laughs> yeah, that's our like I'm the center of the universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so neither one of those scenarios no. goes well. No, no. And that's fundamental number three where, where it can really start to help people out is, is when you take these just simple principles mm -hmm. rather than worry about right. a negative future. Is it possible? Yeah. Well, then plan for it. Sure. You know, if, if I walk into the business meeting and they are attacking me over these principles, here's how I will respond. Yep. Th this is what attorneys do. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have a trial coming up and they brainstorm. They sit down and think. They look at their case and say, where are our weaknesses? What might they bring up? And then they prepare responses for what the other person may bring up. Sure. So instead of worrying the trial is going to go bad, they plan mm -hmm. for these negative possible events. Game planning in football. You know, it's possible Patrick Mahomes starts throwing the rock around a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Or it's possible they start handing it off and running the ball a lot. We, Well, that's Sunday. I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday. But there's a possibility that this is what they're going to do. So we come up with a game plan. A really strong possibility right. if it's going to be against the Steelers. <laughs> In Lance the Super Bowl. Is a Steelers fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Chiefs AFC Championship. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and then the, the final transition, because, you know, Paul said, do not be anxious, mm -hmm. be at peace. Do not be anxious, be at peace. So in our world, do not be anxious, do not worry. Instead, dream. You bet. You're focused on a negative future. You're focused on a potential negative thought in somebody else's mind. Since it is possible, that means there's possibly a positive future out there. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a future where it goes well. There's a future where it's rewarding. There's a future where you get along with the other person. And we've all heard the um, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And man, is that ever the case in most of our lives? We end up with bad cups of coffee because we never dreamt about having a good one <laughs> <laughs> no that son of a gun <laughs> yeah all this he must not like me he must be a cheapskate he's, yeah. he's buying this crappy coffee over there and just doling it out oh my god he dresses really well but man he won't spend money on coffee <laughs> <laughs> and then fundamental number four negative thinking versus positive thinking yep i mean and the 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 simple, simple way to, you know, correct that uh, instead of going into some sort of deep state analysis sure. is just simply listen to the words in your mind and in your mouth. And if you're saying not, can't, don't, anything with a not in it, you're, you're creating negative images for your brain. You're making negative predictions about the future. You're you're bringing this negativity into your life, which is going to cause you to feel something negative. And then 
most likely respond negatively as opposed to positive thinking, which is, you know, positive, positive, you don't want, do want. Sure. You don't want a crappy cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't serve me a, cra- a good cup of coffee. He did open his office for me. He did. You know, Paul said, finally, my brethren, whatever is lovely, noble, worthy, excellent, think on these things. Yeah. So we can think negatively or we can think positively. Yep. And and that one is the the roof on the house is the capstone because and with newbies this happens all the time they they get it they understand they have the fruit balanced on their head okay it's not a should it's a want right so what do you want and their immediate answer well i don't want this and i don't want mm-hmm. this yeah it's just a habit yeah and and so fundamental number four Okay, you're telling me what you don't want. Right. What do you want? Yeah. That was the question. What do you want? Yep. Not what you don't want. Tell me what you want. And so the fusion is when you start pulling all of these together. Because we talk about them separately, but they really feed each other. Oh, yeah. Because if I'm thinking you should do this and you don't, I'm going to start worrying why you didn't. Yep. And I'm going to make negative predictions and then right. based on those negative predictions or suppositions about how you think, I'm now going to start thinking about what I don't like and what I don't want. And I'm just going to start circling the drain. Yep. End up at the bar complaining about you for three hours. In the meantime, you're home watching TV, yeah. <laughs> enjoying your life. Well, another, I am miserable. Another football analogy that, that you use is Tom Brady. Yeah. And his fundamentals focus there were there are fourth i'll let you tell the story but yeah tell it real quick and then i'll right well uh an an interviewer before one of the super bowls one of his many super bowls Mm -hmm. um asked him you know one of the non-traditional football questions and it was was really an astute question he asked him so what's that little yellow scrap of paper on your clipboard out there when you're practicing (laughs) and they cut to a camera clip and there's his clipboard and there's this little yellow ratted wadded up piece of paper on there and tom gets all bashful and he says well back in college so this was about 15 years prior sure he said back in college a quarterback's coach came to me watched me throw the ball and then said these are the four fundamentals to a forward pass i want you to practice them every day for 30 minutes and so for the next 15 years what is the world's greatest quarterback practicing? You know, the, the commercial, the, the pose, the, mm-hmm. the deep out. I'm sure he practices some of those things, but every day he commits to make a chicken wing, mm-hmm. grip the laces, come over the top, and flick the wrist. Yep. And Joe Montana in another interview when they were heaping praise on him and he too was shy and bashful and said, guys, actually, the game's pretty simple. There's just a few fundamentals. And if you can get those down, Mm. the advanced elements become easy. Yeah, absolutely. And and I thought maybe life's like that. Yeah, 100%. So to these fundamentals right here, Imagine if the only thing Tom Brady ever did was make a chicken wing. Like that's all he ever did. 
Is he going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? No. Nope. So it's consistently working on the four fundamentals that will eventually start to fuse themselves together sure. into your everyday existence and life will get better. It will as we consistently, that's what I'm finding, is consistently letting your mind just be fused and, and, and think about. It's a, it's a immediate response to everything that is around you. And, and, that, and it's an internal response that then gives you a much better external response or external, you know, just action. And so, yeah, it's the fundamentals, 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 consistency. And I, I told you that when I will see when people get it right. because they walk in one week, you know, worried, stressed, anxious, upset. And then the week that they get it, they walk back in and they're calm and relaxed and we're having pleasant conversations. And a lot of times they don't even recognize they've made the transition. Yeah. The life has not changed one whit. Yep. But suddenly they're at peace. And and it, it's not always this big, you know, kind of cataclysmic you know, moment. Woof, the angel singing. It's just they wake up one day. Life's going well. They're doing this. They're doing that. Handling things. And they walk in. How you doing? Well, everything's good. Yep. Like whoa, time out. You know, tell me about your week and. They're telling me about positives. They're telling me about things they were in control of. And I got a couple of quick examples Great. from the past couple of weeks I promised to tell you about. Mm-hmm. One, um, it's just amazing, the uh, gentleman that I know. And he took to the, the four fundamentals real quick because he's, he's a brainiac. He's intelligent, a genius level. He's engineering type, so logical kind of stuff makes sense with him and clicks with him well he really took to it and he really started living it changed how he was dealing with people at work he's he's buying the book he's handing it out to people and in a relationship that he has there was uh, uh, some intense emotions going on some difficulty some friction going on and when the other person realized what they had been doing to create a, a lot of discomfort for the guy they apologized hmm. and and said, you know, I'll do better and, and can you forgive me? And the guy, as he was recalling the story to me, he said, well, I sat back a minute and I thought about it and I looked at him and said, yeah, I, I can forgive you. You're forgiven. Uh, past is past. Now it's about going forward. The other person's response, and they've known this guy for a couple of years, the other person's response is the story mm-hmm. because they looked at him and said, wow. <laughs> and what? Is, you, you can just forgive me like that. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And they said, I want to know more about these fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if you can do that, yeah. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. And the embodiment that he was now, you know, kind of displaying to other people mm-hmm. as he got his, you know, brain in control, focused, what he controls, thinking clearly, just changed the entire dynamic. Mm, wow. And then this other guy, he came in, it's, it's 
That's What's awesome. great about this story, this this gentleman's older, so you know you always say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Right. And he came in with a lifetime of frustration and anger and, and conflict with his spouse, and um, you know some ADD sprinkled in there. So there's disorganization and and frustration with things, and people are frustrated with him. So that's causing a whole lot of conflict. And he came in, um, you know, with this anger problem that he has to work on because everybody else is telling him he has to work on it. And so he too, you know, really dove in to the deep end and was taking notes and would leave and come back with notes. And I had this question come up on Tuesday night and <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. Just really working, working hard on the system. And one of his, one of his frustrations that was for him and for the people in his life, the, you know, he's so got so many things going on. He's so overscheduled feeling like that it creates a lot of tension and frustration and that anybody interrupts that schedule, then he just would get so mad at them because he's trying to get things done. Mm -hmm. And he was explaining this to me and he said, I need to work on this. And he explained the whole schedule thing. And as he was explaining as an example, you know, what's going on, you know, I got a basketball game. I got a friend wanting to go to dinner, uh, you know, they, I, I realized he was struggling with a schedule that was filled with cake and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Everything he was talking about that was on the schedule right. were great things. Mm. Go to dinner with my wife, you know, read this book, uh, watch this show, work in this garden, get this done in my house, paint that wall. These were all things he wanted to do. These were all wonderful things. Friend gave him basketball tickets, and now he's got to work that into his schedule, which means he can't go to dinner with this friend. <clears throat> and once I, we talked about it, once he began to realize uh, everything that I'm talking about is a positive that I'm trying to fit into a schedule, and he would, well, I want to go to the basketball game, but I don't want to miss out on and I want to do this, but I don't want to miss out on. And so he immediately, even though he was presented with something positive, his focus was on what he wasn't getting to do, what he was losing as sure. opposed to what he was getting. Yeah, and that's the whole idea. Frustration is also a habitual way to think. Mm -hmm. And then the whole misery loves company. Misery is a, is a, a lifestyle. Sure. And then misery loves company. So we end up with a bunch of miserable people around us. <laughs> Because anyone positive doesn't want to hang out with miserable people. That's just a reality. Say something positive when a bunch of people are sitting around complaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going it, to. It'll be, you know, crickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. They just look at you like, okay, who invited him? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, once, he, once that kind of clicked for him, mm -hmm. he came back in. And he just had this, you know, five-year-old grin on his face, ear to ear. And he was, you know, up on the edge of his chair, waving his hands in the air. And he said he loves life now yeah, because he, he's scheduling all these wonderful things. And he said, what I, what I have found, what's really funny about it all now, and this is after 40 years. Mm. He said, what I found really funny is that when there's an interruption to my schedule, yeah. I begin laughing because <laughs> I get to plug something else fun in. Sure. And so 
I've got this evening planned where I'm going to do this, that, that, and this and have dinner with this friend. And then my friend calls and says, I can't do dinner. Sorry. I get excited because what else can I do instead? And now I can go play racquetball. Mm. And he loves the uh, chaos, I guess, in the schedule now because each time the schedule changes, it's, it's like, you know, rotating the kaleidoscope. It's just a new, beautiful evening, a new, beautiful weekend. I'm going to do this this week. I'm going to do this, this, this. And then something happens and he can't do three of those things. Mm. That's okay because now I can do this, this, this. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a completely different experience in his same old life. Yeah. That for 40 years, this was a source of frustration, anger, arguments, resentments, depression, and now that exact same situation is a source of excitement and joy. And even when his wife says, you know, I need you to do this. Because he's got these four fundamentals down, his thought is that is what she wants. Now I know what I can do to make her happy. Mm. And so he's happy to serve. Yep. And these are these he, are he was able to focus on the positive, right? Yeah. Instead of because this is the you know I say these are the fundamentals, the building blocks, the advanced stuff that people can work on. We can talk about more stuff if you want, but the advanced stuff, the advanced elements start to come in, recognizing that when I am speaking to you, mm-hmm. if you're not careful, my words become your thoughts. Mm. Ooh. So you're sitting there very polished and clean mentally really focusing on what you want and if i were to look at you and say why are you wearing that hat you shouldn't wear a hat in here Mm -hmm. you suddenly start to feel uncomfortable and want to defend your decision (laughs) as if there's a right or a wrong here and instantly you accepted my premise that you should or should not wear a hat well i instantly give you control yeah yeah what do you mean i shouldn't wear the hat i should wear that i can wear whatever i want and you accepted my premise. You lost. Right. Because my words became your thoughts sure. rather than creating that boundary and saying, he thinks that I shouldn't wear a hat, but I'm approaching this as a preference. I wanted to wear a hat today because it's raining outside and I want to. Yep. <laughs> and which that's is, a real difficult challenge to. Which has to be why we live in a world that is so easily offended mm. because we allow that to take place the biggest lie that we allow into our minds and we'll just go ahead and we'll say the devil made us think it right is this that things can't change this it won't change none of this is is i may as well not even try i'm just a negative person sure i i can already hear it I can hear it being thought. <laughs> I can read their minds. I know what they're thinking. No, but it's it's what happens when we've lived in it for so long. Right. And it's a lie. It's what are you going to do? Yes. It, it can change completely the rest of our lives starting today in how we experience the fullness of life. Jesus came and he said that I came to give life and I came to give life to the full. Imagine if we spent way more time focused on Jesus 
and the teachings because we now have the freedom to do that because we're not mired in all this negative thinking and mired in all these bad relationships because we have approached them in the wrong way. The freedom that we now live in because we don't have all that going on. We have a new fusion of positive thinking, new thinking, renewed thinking, and we can focus on finding that fullness like a good cup of coffee in life. There is worldly thinking and there's spiritual thinking. And, and we're, we're going to the spiritual now. So if you're not into it, turn off. Right. But in the world, and, and this is what I will testify to in court, when, when they're asking me, you know, about the, the psychological kind of makeup of somebody or, you know, I'm, I've done my psych eval and I'm in court and I'm testifying and, and the court, the attorneys, everybody's always wanting to know, will this happen again? What's going to happen in the future? What can we expect from this person? And, you know, it all begins with, I can't predict the future. That's right out of the gate. Sure. <laughs> you know, there's a five minute caveat that I give to the court of what I can't do. <laughs> now, having said that, yeah. I will tell the court the best predictor of the future is the past. Sure. And left unchecked, what can we expect, you know, that person to do tomorrow? Well, let's look at what they've done for the last week. And that gives us a really good predictor of what they're going to do tomorrow. Yeah. That's in the world. In the spirit, in Christ, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. In the spirit, transform in the spirit change is possible in the spirit all things are possible in the spirit i came so that you may have life in abundance in the spirit i have a plan for you and it's a good plan in the spirit you are the righteousness of god you are a co-heir to the throne with jesus christ in the spirit life can change life is meant to change Mm -hmm. in the spirit there is a bright future so when we live in the world, it makes sense to hear people say those things because that's how they're thinking. They're thinking in the worldly way. And Paul said, do not conform to the ways of this world. Exactly. But that's how the world thinks. So like, well, nothing's ever going to change. They're never going to do anything. It's not going to get any better. Why would I, you know, why would I get my hopes up? It's never worked for six years. Mm-hmm. This is how the world thinks. And, and so there has to be this transformational process. There has to be something that, that ignites a fire, wedges a foot in the door, you know, kind of rattles the cage to get them to step back and say, maybe it's not them. Sure. And, you know, with what's going on in the world right now, it, it, you know, people are looking at other people and saying how you think is not only wrong, but it is so wrong, we have to punish you mm. for a thought. Wow. You know, a baseball player, great athlete, expresses a thought, and the team fires him. Yep. A basketball player expresses a thought. And the funny thing is, not even, they don't, oftentimes, they don't say actual words. They click a like button. Absolutely. And and then they're fired. And get canceled. Gone. Yep. M- Mumford and Sons mm-hmm. expressed an opinion. Mm-hmm. Boom. He's out of the band. He's gone. He's off the charts. You don't hear from him anymore. Mm. For a thought. Yep. How I think has zero impact on you. 
but I can say that because I understand the fundamentals. Right. In the world, they think the complete opposite. Yep. How you think is violent to me. Mm-hmm. And whatever I think, you have to 100% wholly accept and endorse. Yeah, that's called out of control. <laughs> Not just controlling you or control. It's out of control. Sure. And so, um, yeah. But it, it only changes when it starts with me. Right. That's, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about trying to change somebody else. That violates what we're doing. Right. That violates the fundamentals. Exactly. I'm going to control me and then watch the world change one person at a time, starting with me. And so, yeah, this is. And, and that, that's, you know, when I try to change you, I fail. Sure. Because I can't control you. Yep. And so the magic, uh, and this is, again, you know, spiritually, a man without self-control is like a city has been broken into and walls have been laid bare. Yep. I am now vulnerable to attack because I don't have self-control. Yep. And so if I want to help other people, if I want to have an impact on the world, I start by developing self-control mm-hmm. over what I think and what I do. And as I get this under control, you know, be still and know that I am God. When I get this under control, I am now answering to the voices in my head mm. as opposed to the voices in the world. You bet. So my thoughts, my will, and the Holy Spirit is whispering, talking. And so these two start to come together in a line and now... I can say or not say certain things and maybe I have an impact in the world. Mm -hmm. I become powerful when I take control of myself. I give away my power. I become powerless when I try to control somebody else. Yep. The, the, the analogy standing out in the rain, shouting at the rain clouds, I am powerless because I'm giving away my control, focusing on things I don't control versus thinking, well, what do I want? (laughs) I want to take care of my vehicle, so I'm going to roll up the window regardless of whether it's raining or not. Mm. Yeah, and the the, uh, impact that we can have, the the effect that we can have going from us out into the world, into uh, those around us, the Mm -hmm. relationships that we do have, become the fruit of the Spirit. Love. Those are all going out. Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. And then the exclamation point, because that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. The exclamation point that that gives us the opportunity to present those fruits of the Spirit, self-control. Right? I believe, I just believe that's why it was ended that way. Mm-hmm. With an exclamation point of, let's start, it's with you. It starts with you. Absolutely. And when I was a, a Boy Scout, and I don't know if I ever told you I'm an Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm, my my yeah. mother's an Eagle Scout. Cause yeah, you, she, you are quite prepared. She, she pushed me. Um, but, you know, do a good deed daily. Mm. And, and so that has been brainwashed into my mind. I, I think about it all the time. And one of the places where, you know, it really kind of comes into focus for me. Sometimes in traffic, I, I kind of look for somebody to let in so I can say I did my good deed for the day. Mm-hmm. But... When I go to the grocery store, I get out of my car, my radar is up, 
looking for an elderly person who's struggling with a grocery cart. You bet. And and yesterday I stopped by Dylan's on the way home. And there was a lady had a bunch of cases of Dr Pepper and a grocery cart, and she was you know, struggling to unload everything. I walked over like I'm 17 years old. <laughs> Ma'am, can I help you? Nice. <laughs> and she looked at me and smiled, and I helped her get the heavy, you know, Coke. Uh, cases out of her basket and I said let me take that basket for you you just go on and go on home mm. and she just was tickled pink nice and so I'm sure I like to think that she left tickled pink went home and spoke nicely to somebody else who oh, then yeah. had a good evening absolutely and it, it took me an entire five seconds yeah yeah but your radar was up I was in control of myself. Absolutely. What What do I want? How do I want to serve others? How can I be of help to other people? Yep. And had I walked up and said, hey, would you like some help? And she said, no, thank you. I would have just kept walking. <laughs> no big deal. Yep. No skin off my teeth. Yep. So that brings to mind, so I want to give a quick shout out to somebody that you know as well. Um, George over at GK. <laughs> GK Tire. GK Tire. Auto. Uh, you need if you any need, mechanic work, go there. Exactly. George is a great guy. Uh, I took a tire in there off of a van of uh, somebody that was in our parking lot. Went in there and uh, just told George, I, I just need a tire. I need to replace this tire for sure. someone who can't afford to, to do it. And uh, he says, okay, we'll see what we can do. What's your buddy Randy up to? <laughs> He's talking about your name. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, we had a great conversation. I left and came back. Well, he gave uh, us a brand new tire for wow. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Wow. $200 tire, $150 yeah. even, 50 bucks. Basically, it has to be his cost. Yeah. So, but he is a very generous guy. Yes. Great guy. Someone you would want to do business with. Yes. Yeah. And so if you have any, if you're in Wichita and you have any automotive needs, go check out George at GK Auto. Honest. Um, they do great work and they back up their work. Yeah. And like you said, I, I took a car in there one time and in my mechanical brain, yeah, I had determined the right front uh, bearing. The hubs had gone out. Gotcha. And with that particular model, you can't just pull the bearings out and put them in. You have to change out the whole right front transaxle. I mean, yeah. you got to pull it all out. Yeah. So I had calculated the, the cost. I had saved up the money. I drove it over there, told him what I thought was going on. It was squealing like crazy. I think four hours later, he called and said, hey, we got your oil changed. Uh, got your tires aired up and took care of that uh, that problem for you. I said, okay. I said, how much, uh, how much do I owe you? And he goes, $122. Like, okay. My estimates were, you know, four or 500. And I told him when I walked in the door, I think it's this, I think it's the hub. I think, you know, you're going to have to change all of that. I'm sorry. I don't know if you can find one OEM or if you got to go to a junkyard. He said, no, he said 120. I'm walking over there trying to figure this out. And when I get in there, he just handed me the keys and I said, uh, how is it $120? You, you had to change that whole, that whole hub out, that axle hub out. And he said, no, I just need grease. 
<laughs> and I said, do you realize you could have just greased it up? Sure. Hosed it off, told me you had gone to a salvage yard. And, and he that, said, he laughed and said, yeah, maybe next time I'll do that to you, you know? Right. But no, that's not how they are. Nope. They very easily could great, have taken advantage of me in that moment. Because um, I had basically told them, I'm ready to pay for a new axle hub here. Yep. And you got all these people who know nothing about cars whatsoever taking stuff into mechanics. and. Yep. Oh, yeah. Last thing he said before I left was, yeah, I got a copy of that book. <laughs> he said, I, I do most of my reading in the bathroom. And I said, that's me too. I said, but we're also doing a podcast. And he says, yeah. He said, I think he sent me the link. I don't know if you had done that. But he sent me the link or his wife did, one or the other. And uh, and I said, yeah, you can actually watch it on YouTube while you're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're telling stories on George, um, I, I take cars in there and I take other people's cars in there. And so we've kind of gotten to know each other. And he is very open about his opinion on matters. Sure. And he walked out one day while I was dropping off a car, running his mouth about his wife. <laughs> And all the staff, their just heads are down. They're, they're used to hearing it, you know? Yep, yep. And so I I probably had too much coffee that day. I said to him, hey, you want to get your wife to shut up? He goes, yeah. Now the staff all starts to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hang on. And I go out to my car, come back with the book. And I said, gotcha. read this. And he goes, don't you mean have my wife read this? I said, no. You want your wife to shut up? You read this book. Yeah. And he looked intrigued. Oh, that's good. And he said, okay. And the next week when I was in there, it, it, it was off to the races. He's nice. read the book. He's given it to her. She's read the book. She's wanting copies to give to her friends and family. Um, they, they are wonderful people. And yeah. I, I, I look for a reason to go over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, anytime we uh, are wanting to help someone, because we know that they are in need, and it's automotive-related, we run over there to GK. Well, today was Chapter 8, the final chapter of the book, Fundamental Fusion. There, we've walked through every chapter, so if you are just tuning in today and not certain what we're talking about, go back to podcast number 11. Start there. That's the beginning of the book, and then each week we walk through a chapter in the book, to get to this point and the main emphasis to focus on is 15 16 17 and 18 where we talk about the four fundamentals how to actually change how you think how to transform your mind and one of the reasons we did this is because this is such a part of our vernacular yeah that as we talk about things i know people are listening they don't know what we're talking about and laughing yeah. about so yeah. we can now freely do the podcast Mm -hmm. and reference these things and reference past videos for people to go check out what we're talking about. So it's not a huge mystery. Yep. But in today, we were talking about the fusion of the fundamentals, how living life, when all four of them kind of come in alignment, how living life can be. And you said, it's been amazing change for you. Mm -hmm. And I've given you a couple of examples of people that I've seen walking a new path now that they kind of got it. In the book, there's a wonderful story about my son mm -hmm. and, and how he has taught me uh, how to live uh, a present 
moment life focused on what I want, focused on trusting in God, just watching him every single day that I get to be with him and how he approaches the world, how he approaches me. And so if you haven't got the book, check it out because there's a wonderful story in there about him in the final chapter. Ryan is an awesome dude. So thanks so much for being here this morning and retaping oh, yeah. all of this. I'm looking at I think the screens. We, they are recording. They are recording. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have audio today. Yeah. We got it all down. We actually had it yesterday. We didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't believe everything you think. <laughs> but I think this was better. I do too. It's kind of the difference between 9.30 and 11 o'clock service. Yeah, yeah sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a trial run yesterday, so. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys so much. I am Lance. And I'm Mike. And we are just these guys. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm. Have a great week. <laughs>